It's Wednesday, May 8th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, we're diving into the crisis facing moms in America. We'll connect the dots on how race is linked to the rise in maternal death and what can be done to prevent it. Then, the White House is playing the executive privilege card. We'll explain what that means for the Mueller report investigation going forward. And finally, how a bird inspired Earth-friendly flying in Australia. We're here to make your Wednesday smarter. Let's skim this. Today's episode is brought to you by Prudential. Prudential helps you plan financially for today and tomorrow. The most complicated story today is about giving birth. We're not talking about the new royal baby. We're talking about yesterday's report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. It said about 700 women die every year in the U.S. during pregnancy, or through the year after childbirth. It was 400 deaths back in 2000, so maternal death rates are going up. And the worst part? The CDC says that three out of five deaths are thought to have been preventable. To be clear, there are about 3.8 million births in the U.S. every year, so most go well. But these numbers are still alarming. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Why these numbers are going up, which moms are most affected, and how the U.S. compares to other countries. The CDC looked at data from 2011 to 2015 and found that moms were at risk during all stages of the childbirth cycle. About a third of deaths happened during pregnancy. A third happened either on the day of delivery or in the week after the birth. And a third happened up to a year after the birth. The biggest causes of death were heart problems of some sort, hemorrhaging, or infection. To some degree, women across all demographics were affected, but they found that age, level of education, and race did make a huge difference. Moms older than 40 had the highest mortality rates across all demographics, more than 76 deaths for every 100,000 births. Deaths among women with no college education were almost twice as high as women who had at least some. But Black and Native American moms were more than three times more likely to die than white and Hispanic moms. So now that we know what the data says, where is this increase in maternal mortality coming from? The report says it comes down to health and politics. First, health. Rates of obesity, diabetes, and heart disease are rising in the U.S., But women in the U.S. are also more likely to have a chronic disease than women in other high-income countries. And sometimes, pregnancy can exacerbate those health issues. Take heart disease, for example. If it's not detected, it could become more dangerous after the baby is born. And heart disease disproportionately affects black women. But the problem is that a lot of women aren't aware that they have heart disease and don't know the symptoms they should be looking out for during their pregnancies. So that's why the CDC is telling doctors to spend more time helping their patients understand symptoms and warning signs so they can address any problems before it's too late. Then there's the bridge between health and politics. U.S. women have extremely high rates of emotional distress compared to other high-income countries. And that distress can lead to physical problems, which can affect pregnancy or recovery from childbirth. Research shows part of that might be related to working while pregnant. It doesn't help that the U.S. is the only country in the developed world without guaranteed paid maternity leave. And when countries like France or Sweden or Germany say maternity leave, they mean four to six weeks off before the birth, not just the week spent recovering at home. 
Finally, there's a larger political issue. Healthcare in the U.S. Out of the 11 highest income countries, women in the U.S. were least likely to rate the quality of their medical care as excellent or very good. Women in the U.S. also had the hardest time paying their medical bills. And they were actually most likely to skip necessary medical care because of those costs. That study shows that 11 million women in the U.S. have no insurance coverage at all. All of that is obviously not great for their health. So what's being done? Last year, President Trump signed the Preventing Maternal Deaths Act into law. Since then, more than 80 bills have been introduced across the country, trying to assess and fix racial bias in the system and expand access to health care options. This morning, Massachusetts Representative Ayanna Presley introduced legislation in the House to expand health care coverage for pregnant women and new mothers. New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, who's running for president, introduced similar legislation in the Senate last fall. They're looking to continue Medicaid coverage for a full year after a woman has given birth and make the coverage available for all health care, not just pregnancy-related services. Because like we said, the women, especially black women, are dying from things like heart disease, not the birth itself. The legislation is meant to help close the racial gap in maternal health. So what's the skim? Globally, UNICEF tracked maternal death rates from 1990 to 2015, and found that overall, maternal health care is getting better. During that 25-year period, maternal deaths around the world fell by more than 40%. If you look just at the least developed countries, the number of maternal deaths was cut in half, which makes it all the more disturbing that the U.S., one of the richest countries in the world, has the worst maternal death rate in the developed world. And it's getting worse. An American mother today is 50% more likely to die related to childbirth than her own mother was. The Mueller report is back in the spotlight, and President Trump is getting involved. That's next. There was more drama on Capitol Hill today about what else? The fallout from the Mueller report. The House Judiciary Committee was supposed to meet to talk about Attorney General William Barr and to vote on whether to hold him in contempt. We talked about it yesterday. But before they could vote, the committee chairman, Jerry Nadler, had an announcement to make from the Department of Justice, where Barr is the boss. The department abruptly announced that if we move forward today, it would ask President Trump to invoke what it refers to as a protective assertion of executive privilege on all of the materials subject to our subpoena. Just minutes ago, it took that dramatic step. So what's going on? It has to do with special counsel Robert Mueller's report on Russian interference in the 2016 election, as well as potential obstruction of justice by the president. The report didn't say the president should be charged for that, but it didn't clear him either. Attorney General William Barr released a redacted version of the report almost three weeks ago. He said they had to cover up some sections with info from things like grand juries and ongoing investigations. Barr said it would cause harm if that info got out. But the Democrats running the House Judiciary Committee said, we should get to see the whole thing. So they subpoenaed the Department of Justice for it. Because they're also looking into whether the president obstructed justice. And there's been a disagreement over the way Barr interpreted Mueller's findings. But the DOJ never handed the report over. So today, the House committee met to vote on holding the AG in contempt of Congress. And then this executive privilege news came. So executive privilege, what is that? 
Executive privilege is the I'm the president card. It allows the president to resist a subpoena and withhold information or testimony from investigators and from Congress. President Trump has never done this before. And Barr made a point to mention that when he released the redacted report last month. The president confirmed that in the interest of transparency and full disclosure to the American people, he would not assert privilege over the special counsel's report. But that changed today. This morning, the AG wrote Trump a letter asking him to assert executive privilege over everything the House Judiciary Committee had asked for. Not just the unredacted Mueller report, but also all of the underlying material Mueller used to write it, like interview reports and notes from witnesses, as part of a last-ditch effort to keep the parts of the report that had been redacted under lock and key. So Democrats are upset about it, not just because it means no full report for them, They're worried about what it means for their next steps. They want to subpoena a bunch of witnesses named in Mueller's report. Now it could be harder to get their paperwork. Also, they want to hear from Robert Mueller. If he agrees to testify, President Trump's assertion of executive privilege could mean some things Dems want to ask him about are off limits. But a DOJ official tells CNN executive privilege shouldn't affect his testimony directly. Going forward, the House Judiciary Committee was a madhouse today. After a day of debate, the committee voted along party lines to hold Attorney General Barr in contempt of Congress. Next, it goes to the House. Republicans, like Congressman Louie Gohmert of Texas, are pushing back, saying that Democrats are riding a dead horse. You cannot be in contempt for failing to produce what would be illegal to produce without a court order. You're on the wrong side of history. So, like we said, fresh drama. Real talk. Planning for the future can be complicated. But it doesn't have to be. Prudential's financial wellness assessment tool can help you untangle your biggest money questions. It only takes five minutes to complete, and by the end of it, you'll know where you stand when it comes to achieving your financial goals. Because Prudential knows that knowledge is power. And the first step to financial health is understanding more about finances. Today, we're talking about how even kids are getting in the game. That's next. So things like saving more money, getting a good credit rating, and balancing a checkbook can sometimes feel overwhelming. Experts say learning this kind of thing should start in school. But research shows that one in five high school students can't even properly read a pay stub, let alone handle all the other financial adulting stuff. A report published last year showed that only 17 states require high schools to teach students about personal finance. But that might be changing. It looks like more states are getting on board. Like Iowa, they passed a law in 2018 requiring high schoolers to take a half-year course in financial literacy to graduate. A bill in Florida is calling for a high school course on things like credit scores and money management. In all, more than a dozen states have either passed new legislation or are proposing money matters education. So, more kids in the U.S. are learning to adult before becoming adults. A+. Before we go today, we've got a fun fact coming to you from the skies over Australia. Air travel is normally not great for the environment, not just because of the carbon pollution, 
Think of all the plastic cups and dinnerware and disposable earbuds you use on a flight. Qantas Airlines is trying to change that. Today, they flew what they're calling the first zero-waste flight from Sydney to Adelaide. Passengers ate in-flight refreshments out of containers made from sugarcane, used cutlery made out of compostable cornstarch, and drank water from bottles that would be recycled. Just this one flight cut out 75 pounds of waste. Over a year, that's 150 tons less stuff going into landfills. Qantas says they'll cut out 100 million single-use plastics by the end of 2020. And they're calling it the Bowerbird Project, after an Australian bird that reuses small plastic items. And that's all for Skim This. Thanks for listening and make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Check out our deep dive on the no plastics movement by downloading our app. You can also get our free morning newsletter by subscribing at theskim.com. It's everything you need to know to start your day right in your inbox. 